Hello, welcome to Your Courageous Journey. This is Julie Fairber. And this is Julie Sickles. And we have a couple things we want to talk about today. Uh, first is that we want to explain a little bit on how we're going to do this thing we call Mind Moments. So we're going to have interviews and we will have probably, you know, one episode that is fully an interview. And then the next episode you'll likely hear is a mind moment where we will pick a topic from the interview and we will talk about it and Julie will impart to us her therapist expertise and talk about kind of how it works with our brains and how we can apply those things into our own situations and also our commentary on the person that we were able to interview. So yes, yeah, some of her thoughts and ideas and talking a little bit about the way the mind works. Yeah, so that'll probably be how our structure is, an interview and then a mind moment. We'll probably stick pretty closely to that. But for right now, we are just going to jump in. This is a mind moment that we're doing. Yes, our first mind moment that we are going to share with you. Yeah, you know, Julie and I interviewed each other. And so this was kind of a theme that I picked from my interview that I think is really valuable for pretty much everybody. Um... The first thing that I wanted to mention is that in my episode, you know, I talked about and we hear a lot, I think, about this idea that you are enough, right? And we talked about loving yourself. And sometimes that can be the most difficult thing to figure out how to do. Yes. I was just going to say, I think that really goes to what we wanted to discuss for this mind moment. And we can kind of use some examples from your episode. Um, but what we wanted to talk about was kind of the idea or the concept of mindset. And when you talk about mindset, it's really just talking about those ways that you are thinking kind of your thoughts and beliefs and attitudes and ideas and how those influence us as we're kind of moving forward and two different types of mindset that you hear about a lot are growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. You know, mindset is all about how you're looking at things. So when you're talking about yourself and loving yourself, you can definitely have very different mindsets. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this idea of being enough because, okay, so there's a perfect example of it. I went through you know, I've talked about having PTSD and stuff, and there's a lot of things that go along with it. I think, is it comorbid? Is that the term when you have a bunch of things together at the same time? Yeah. 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 Comorbidity, I think, of PTSD also comes along with, like, depression. And, and, and there's just a lot of mm -hmm. different kind of things with that as well. Going through that journey and trying to figure out, like, what's going on with my brain and my body and all this stuff that, you know, what triggers it? Um, I had a lot of time alone... And this is why I talk too, just like being in the darkness, like that, that self-talk, those voices, you know, that tell you different things all day long. Um, one of mine was, oh, you know what? You'll be good. You'll be really, really awesome if you just, if you just lose some weight, just lose a little bit of weight and then you'll be good enough to date. You know, things like that. Like, oh, if you just do this first then it'll all be cool. <laughs> like, But this is where, no, you know what? We're all on our journey to try and grow, be a better person. And so this idea that you're enough is like, no, you're perfect. Like you're good now. It's okay. You're worthwhile now. It's okay that you're not exactly where you 
think you want to be. Right. And I think the accepting where you are now actually is a motivator to help you to make changes. I think that when we feel really frustrated or really overwhelmed with seeing where we want to be or who we want to be, right? When we compare ourselves to other people, that's actually very demoralizing and demotivating. Mm -hmm. Is demotivating a word? It is now. It is now. I like to make up words, just so you know, it might happen occasionally. I'm pretty sure it is a word, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of saps the energy right out of you. Yeah. Well, because there's a thing, Julie. You look like you look. You were given that body. I wasn't given the same body as you. Right. You know, if my goal is to look like you, never going to happen. Never. I can try. Yeah. I can go to a surgeon and be like, give him your picture and be like, can you please make me look like this? <laughs> yeah. And I can try, but I've seen results of people trying to look like something else. Yeah. And it doesn't tend to turn out too, too great, no. you know? It it doesn't. I don't know. I Maybe it doesn't. We just don't know about it. But the, yeah, the times I know of it's yeah, it's not so good. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so <clears throat> on the flip side of that, too, and this, this will go really well into mindset as well, is that being enough and being perfect are not the same things. Like, I think being enough, you know, like we said, is being good with where you're at in your journey. But there's also an important part of that journey is that I want to grow. I want to do better, be better, learn more, that kind of thing. And so you have this continuous growth pattern, right? Mm -hmm. So being yeah. enough isn't like, oh, I'm just good as I am. Everybody needs to just accept me as I am. And this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going to be my entire life. Or using you know? it as an excuse, right? Like, right. oh, I'm just this way. I'm always, I'm, I'm always just going to be stubborn or I'm just always going to be mean. Yeah. Right? Like it's not, yeah. um, you know, mindset is about having that growth and kind of embracing the challenges that we are given. We're all given different challenges in this right. life and recognizing that we can take that time to work on ourselves and to work on our mind and that it's okay, mm -hmm. right? It's okay to be grateful for where I'm at. It's okay to accept me for who I am. And that in doing that, that helps me to also say it's okay for me to build new habits. It's okay for me to apply new knowledge. Right. I actually encountered somebody the other day. And this person is on the autism spectrum as well. So I think there may be have a different understanding about, I guess, just how things work. But this person yeah. said, this isn't verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, Having a low self-esteem or being self-conscious is just part of my personality. Ah. And <laughs> I, in a gentle way, I tried to be as gentle as possible. And I was like, no, that's, that's not how it should be. Like, it's okay to have confidence in yourself, you know? Like, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, it's tricky. I mean, people with autism, their brains do work and kind of function differently. And in my experience... It can be challenging because um, as an autistic person, 
it can be harder to relate to other people because they don't understand you and the way you work and you don't understand them. So Mm -hmm. I think it can be challenging in that you might question a lot yourself and how you're coming across Mm -hmm. and what you're doing, but that doesn't mean you can't build a confidence to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to work on communicating in a way that helps me to feel, um, to feel more confident, Right. right? Like, I can communicate these things. I can understand better. Maybe someone doesn't understand me, but we can communicate that. And we both are on the same page and it's okay, right? That we probably won't totally understand each other, but we're going to relate anyway Mm -hmm. and that it's all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've just known of people who have that kind of mentality too, of just, this is how I am. I just, yes. I just think really lowly of myself, but that's okay. <laughs> that, doesn't, yes. that shouldn't be okay. It shouldn't be. I think it's okay to have confidence in yourself and to admit that, hey, yeah, this is something that I'm pretty strong in. Mm-hmm. You know? But anyways, yeah. we go back to what you were saying earlier about the growth mindset and the fixed mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. So mindset in general is just that set of beliefs or way of thinking that determines, you know, how we approach things, how we look at things, what we do, what our attitude is. And, you know, there's research about fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and the benefits Mm -hmm. of having a growth mindset. And, and when you kind of learn about kind of the differences or what the different thoughts are in both of those mindsets, it's pretty easy to see which one you want to be in, mm-hmm. right? With a fixed mindset, you might be thinking things like, I can't do this. This um, isn't going to work. I'm not good enough. This is too hard. Um, where a growth mindset, you're going to be thinking things like, well, there's a lot of different ways I can maybe try this. There's a lot of different solutions to any problem. Is this really my best or could I work a little bit harder? This might take some time and effort and anything worth doing is worth doing, right? So there's just these different ways to approach things, whether it's Mm -hmm. thinking about yourself, right? Like, Like you mentioned your way, thinking about your body, you can focus on, okay, this is what my body can do. This is what I appreciate about my body. I'm so happy about these things. Or we can harp on every single little problem that we have or every perceived flaw, right? Like I don't, my nose is too big or my eyes are too close together or (laughs) I have too much weight or there is a mole on my chin or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. We can focus on one tiny little piece of the whole puzzle and how we think about it. It really sets us up for how we are going to really feel and how we're we're feeling will really reflect on what we choose to do right with our life yeah but it's tough too right just talking about body image uh we get a lot of messages a lot of messages through media um of what beauty is and especially as women there's a lot of pressure to try and fit in and to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and i think it's nearly impossible to meet that standard and well a lot of times there, it is for people there's just different body types right mm-hmm. there, there are some people and it's just so interesting to me the different things that people think and i will give you an example because i have a cousin who is very slender and mm-hmm. 
I remember having conversations with her in the past. She just has a really high metabolism. And I believe that she's gone to doctors and stuff. And they say to her, you need to gain weight. This isn't healthy. You know, so hmm. we, we kind of have this just like metric that we measure people by. And generally speaking, if you're under this number, you need help. If you're over hmm. this number, you need help. And a yeah. lot of doctors and stuff and just it's just the mentality in general kind of operate off of that norm. But I feel like yes. there's so many factors that come into play. But she's told me that she wants to gain weight. She's tried really? to gain weight and she can't. Is she unhealthy? Does she have I physical don't health issues? I think so. She, huh. no, I don't think so. I mean, she does have some because nobody's health is 100% perfect. I mean, we all have right. some ailments we have to deal with, but like. Right, but she doesn't have like fatigue because I she. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't or, think she does. She just has really okay. high energy. She was, you know, a dancer growing up and I think she still is pretty involved in that. Um, okay. She was so teaching and stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, hard. You get a lot of messages, right? You, do. That you should be something different or you yeah. should do something different. And what's sad is that oftentimes it's so very subjective, mm -hmm. right? If you look at the history of beauty standards throughout the world, mm -hmm. they've changed so dramatically, right? right. Like even if you just look at the last 120 years, mm -hmm. each decade, there were different things that kind of defined what beauty was. Or if you look at you know, paintings from hundreds of years ago. Oh, yeah. It's a huge difference. Right? The ideal beauty was a chubby lady. Yeah. <laughs> because... I would have been very beautiful who... back then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because people who had weight were usually considered wealthy and rich because they had enough excess to, to actually gain weight. And so, mm -hmm. you know, every culture, they're going to define beauty differently. Really, what is beauty? What is beautiful? Yeah, it's very subjective. It right? is. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Definitely. But if we're always trying to compare ourselves to these ideals of beauty, as it is in this moment, mm -hmm. we most likely are always going to fall short. Mm -hmm. So we have the opportunity to try to change our mindset, right? And to choose to maybe look at beauty differently, mm -hmm. to choose to look at our bodies differently, mm -hmm. to choose to look at our lives and situations differently. And in making that choice, it can affect a lot of things. Mm -hmm. For myself, if I just think about like dating scenarios, the people who I have been most attracted to have been because of personality over... Mm -hmm physical body. looks mm -hmm. yes yep. yeah and confidence is very attractive it is so <laughs> i'm not gonna say any names here but i have a boyfriend that i dated in high school and when <laughs> my first impression of him was oh my gosh that dude's annoying and physical wise like he's a good looking person but he wasn't really your type not physically no yeah um, yeah. but I had an encounter with him once it was just one-on-one -on -one. and in my person, like from my perspective, that was the beginning. It wasn't love at first sight or anything like that, but having that encounter with him was like, this guy is actually really, really cool. Like, I really like this guy. I could definitely date this guy, <laughs> you know? He's actually yeah. really awesome. <laughs>
Well, and I think it just goes to show how my mindset works, right? Like when you first saw him, you didn't have any experience just going based on what you saw. You were just like, oh, he's kind of annoying. And then as you got to know him more, your attraction to him raised dramatically Mm -hmm. because of all of these different factors that really Mm -hmm. influenced things. Mm -hmm. He was kind of in his group of friends and kind of his comfort zone. So there wasn't ever really any point where either one of us were like reaching out to each other and trying to get to know each other. Um, It was actually at a party or something like that. And I was taking a friend home because she was kind of done. She's like, I just want to go home. So I was taking her home and I was waiting for her to get in the car. And all of a sudden someone jumped in my car in the front seat and it was not her. It was, it was this guy. I was like, hi. (laughs) That was our first real one-on-one encounter. So I don't know. He was a good boyfriend. He was best boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, yep. he was great. But yeah, attractiveness, I mean, for me, it's always, it's something other, I mean, physical attractiveness, I think is important too. But I, for me, it feels like the physical attractiveness gets heightened by other aspects of mm-hmm. personality. So like sense of but Sometimes humor. it's hard to forget that with ourselves when we're looking at ourselves. That's true. That is true. I think we have more, at least I do forgiveness maybe isn't the right word but that's mercy grace yes grace for other people (laughs) and we do for ourselves yes that's a perfect word i think grace so so here's the real question then how how do we love ourselves how do we get to that point that is a really good question i think it it's a process right it's not just an event that we that we get to but maybe you and i can talk a little bit about that i mean we talked about it a bit in your episode as well, but it was something that both of us have felt like we've had improvement mm-hmm. um, in the last few years. And I know for me personally, I have gotten really into personal development. And so for me, as I've been working on myself, I've discovered ways in which I maybe didn't love myself mm-hmm. the way that I could, right? right. Like I... I was actually surprised by it when it kind of popped up as I was working on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me personally, what I did is I found some of those old beliefs. I wanted to kind of reprogram it. And so for me, I created a customized like declaration or affirmation or a power statement. There's different ways to call it that I used daily for about a year that I feel like really helped me to reprogram my own mind. Um, And that power statement was I am loved, respected, and cherished for exactly who I am. And that was that was my statement. And every day mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it to myself. And I feel like it really helped me to get to this point now here where I'm willing to reach out more. I think it really did build a lot of confidence for me and myself and acceptance for where I am and where I'm going in my life. Right. I can be loved, respected, and cherished, even if I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. even if I don't look perfect, even if I don't have everything together, even if I have a messy, right, right? whatever, messy closet, messy house. Yeah. Like I, I can be loved. I can be respected. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone's journey is a little bit different, right? Where they feel insecure about themselves might be coming from a different place. And so what's going to work for them is going to work a little bit different. Would you like to share any of your 
journey to accepting yourself. Oh, I'm still on it. I think we all are. Yeah. I still regress back to some of those thoughts, but, you know, we can fight off those thoughts, right? They're intrusive. They're they're not welcome, (laughs) you know? (laughs) When they start to creep in, it's like, no, that's a lie. Yeah, so for you, a lot of it's just challenging the negative beliefs, like trying to be aware of Mm -hmm. them when they come up and then challenging them. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Yeah. Well, so one thing for me is that right now, (laughs) we've been talking about this too lately. Julie and I have both had a lot of things, extra things come into our lives lately. And I use the metaphor of juggling right? So I have all these things I'm juggling and the balls just keep getting dropped. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how do I keep them all in the air? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and I think Julie's kind of going through that too. You, you just got a, a a couple new additions to the family. Yeah. Two baby, yeah. two babies. So we got a baby kitten and a baby puppy yeah, at the lot, same time. It's a lot of work. I'm yes. finding out just from listening to you talk about it and stuff and trying to have conversations. Sometimes she's like, it's my time with the puppy. I'm like, uh, okay, we can talk later. Because <laughs> that is very, it's like all consuming of your time. I know. And, you know. I know. It was constant. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. puppy, don't do that. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Come over here. Yeah. 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 And for me, it's, um, it's moving and, you know. All these things just keep getting thrown in in the mix of things. And so for me right now, it's just trying to figure out how to manage my time effectively. Because I think I can have time for all of it, but it does take organization and things like well, that. And I, and, so. and I really love the analogy of, the, of juggling, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't juggle 20 balls. Right. And I don't know about you, but I don't juggle three. I no, can't juggle two. I can't juggle at all. So <laughs> okay. I don't know I can if do I can two. do two. <laughs> I, I, I learned how to do like three scarves, but uh, I, I don't That's know that cool. I ever was able to do it with balls. Um, but right, like you have to decide which balls or which scarves you're going to pick up mm-hmm. and which colors, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But having that grace for yourself in that moment mm-hmm. of, I can't do it all, all yep. at the same time, and that's okay, is a really loving thing for you mm-hmm. to do for yourself. And to say, it's okay for me to drop a ball. Mistakes help me learn. Challenges yeah. help me grow. Yeah, it's true. And I think if you think about it, you know, like you were talking about juggling is for me, the best way is to not juggle. Just like, yeah, just pick lay, up one ball, lay all the things out on the table or whatever. Be like, <laughs> all right, I'm picking this one up right now, and we're doing that one. <laughs> yeah, then we'll put it back and pick up the next. And right. that's kind of where I'm at. But where the mindset thing comes in is, I keep having these voices, like Julie mentioned, that say you can't do it all. Oh, there was one big thing from you know my single momdom, which I'm married now, and I do have a little bit of help. I still have a little bit of that single mom mindset, but not as bad. But there was this common theme that was just, you're just one person. Like, you can't do it all. And that might be true. You know, we 
it's okay to accept help and to delegate. Mm -hmm. But but if your thought is you can't do it all, so why try? Yeah, that's I pretty think, much what it was. <laughs> it was and then that's yeah. yeah, then that's more of that fixed mindset. Like mm -hmm. I'm just gonna give up. Why should I even try? I'm oh, only yeah. one person. I'm never gonna be able to get it all done anyway. Yeah. Yep. But that's that's the lie because we have well, at least I have. I'm very blessed. I have I love my people, you know. Like, the people that are in your corner that have your back and will do what they can to step in and help when it's needed. Um, I have that. I'm blessed. That's a huge blessing for me. Um, my kids are wonderful. Mm -hmm. they, they are kids. <laughs> they they, they <laughs> right. don't just oh look and say, oh, hey, that thing needs to be done. I'm just going to do it. Right. But when I ask... Sometimes more than once, but when I ask, they're usually willing and they are helpful. Both of my kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so um, that's a big blessing. You know, I have a husband now who is more than willing to help with whatever. You know, he's so easygoing. He's just tell me what to do and I'll do it, which is very good. You know, and so I think the point of mindset is recognizing strengths and playing to those strengths rather than focusing on the weaknesses so that's i guess kind of what i'm pointing out right now is our people are our strengths too yeah and so well and i think gratitude definitely helps us to get into more of a growth mindset when we can mm-hmm be grateful for where we are and maybe even be grateful for some of our weaknesses. I think when you have an area that you're weak in and you work at it and you learn and you grow, um, that's so much more rewarding than if you're just naturally good at something, right? Like if you see <laughs> growth in that area, yeah, it really does build that self-confidence mm -hmm. and that feeling of, you know, I can do hard things mm -hmm. because this was really hard, right? If you're just naturally mm -hmm. talented at it, then it's just like, oh yeah, you know, I could do it. But if it's just totally out of your real house and kind of the thing I'm thinking about right now for you, Julie, is editing with this podcast. <laughs> when yeah. we first started, um, there were so many different skills and I asked if you would be the editor of these episodes and it was really kind of I think nerve wracking and terrifying for you to, to think, I, I feel like at first you avoided it because you weren't even sure you'd be able to do it. Do you remember my response to you when you asked me to do it? I don't. I, I don't really remember what I verbally said to you, yeah. but I can tell you what was going on in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> what your mindset was. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like you're really asking me to do this thing yeah yeah I was like uh, kind of skeptical I was like no no I can't do that sorry right <laughs> but that's and I, then... not what I said I'm pretty sure I'm just like I was like a reluctant yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a little bit of a process and a learning curve and you you listened to a lot of webinars and you watched a lot of videos mm -hmm. and I remember after you had edited one or two episodes, one or two of our first episodes, 
mm-hmm. you came back and you were so excited to show me what you had learned and what you had done and you loved it you were like this is so fun to take this thing and to create this thing with it that's Mm -hmm. amazing like you loved it and I think part of why you loved it so much was because you didn't have any skill in that area and then you found you could do it and you could do it really well yeah none whatsoever yeah yeah and now you know like a hundred times more than I do about editing as you're like oh we can do this and we can do this and you're willing to learn more too which i bet you could learn what i've learned much quicker than i learned it (laughs) but i am very proud of myself like yeah it's new neural pathways and it feels really good it i don't know we can probably talk about this another time but it's like what is it the endorphins and serotonin and whatever else this you know this thing yeah the dopamine sets off. Yeah, yes. sets off in your brain. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Similar yeah. effect to drugs, but way better because you're learning things and <laughs> not melting your brain cells. It's good. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, editing has been really fun. And I am super proud of Julie and I because we have gone to outside sources for advice and learning how to do this, which we should. But for the most part, the work has been us. Yep, just the two of us. Like, editing has been us and Julie helping me figure out how it all works. And all the social media stuff that we really haven't done, but we talked about. And we (laughs) Uh, will. That we are doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's all going to be us. We're not hiring anybody to do it. So, oh, there is one thing we hired someone to do, which was our logo. And I do not regret that whatsoever. Because it is very well done. And it did not cost us a lot of money. And so it's okay. Yes. Shout out to fiverr.com. You can hire freelancers and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They did really good. Really, really good job. But yeah, other than that, it's pretty much just been us. We had some podcaster who does like webinars on how to have a podcaster, but you know, that's all stuff that's necessary. We have to learn, right? Yep. But like I said, we've had support, but we Mm -hmm. don't have support staff. Right. <laughs> yes. Yep. We've been learning as we go and it's uh it's definitely taken a lot of perseverance and mm-hmm. it's been awesome to have the support from each other too. Mhm. As we've moved forward. Yeah. It's been a really really good experience and I am so happy to be a part of this and with you julie like this has been amazing and i just hope it lasts basically forever if it went until we <laughs> died I'd be, I'd be good with it but as long as we this is one thing that i've learned is part of our process is as long as we have the right mindset and we are doing things to help promote that mindset that this will continue to be successful and move forward and grow and well and and definitely it's been a part of this since we got started in the beginning when we first started meeting we started talking about mindset and how to work on our goals both personally and and with the podcast and that's been a really foundational piece that we've brought into working together and I do feel pretty strongly that it's because 
we have been working on that mindset that we've gotten to where we've gotten with the podcast. I think without it, we would have eventually just been like, oh, it's so much. Mm -hmm. How are we going to learn all these new things, these new skills? How are we ever going to get there? Mm -hmm. Where instead, when it gets tough, we just help each other and we encourage each other and let each other know it's okay to for it to be hard and and Mm -hmm. we will figure it out and we will get there and it will happen and we will hit walls but we'll also climb over them we will climb over the walls together Mm -hmm. sometimes you're pulling me up and sometimes i'm pulling you up Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're both just like hanging on there and not moving (laughs) climbing up the wall but then we see nails (laughs) (laughs) yeah now, it's been a really great experience. Yeah, and I think we'll talk a lot more about mindset because there are some very specific activities. Is activities the word I'm looking for? Like when we talk about like the AM, PM, affirmations, all these things. Is activities? Routines Exer- or yeah. exercises. Routines. Yeah, yeah, those kinds of things that are involved in it. And, yeah, we, we and definitely can talk a lot more about a yeah. lot of different things. And I think those yeah. things would be really helpful. Yeah in the future definitely yeah i hope that this resonates with some people like i know there are so many people everybody who has to like battle the inner demons or however you want to say it you know on a daily basis but just i think my best advice is when you're battling those when those thoughts are voices or whatever come up and you know try to bring you down or convince you that you're not good enough so why try like you just call them out on the lie you know it's not true yeah i think that's a great first step and i think Mm -hmm. taking it a step further writing it down right this was my old way of thinking and this is my new way of thinking Mm -hmm. is a great way to do that because writing it down makes it more concrete Mm -hmm. makes it more real. So I think there's a lot of different strategies. If you're looking for a psychological strategy, there's a type of therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is all about changing your thoughts and your core beliefs. And you could look for a cognitive behavioral therapist, or there's a lot of books out there. There's a great one called Mind Over Mood that really step-by-step it's a workbook that really takes you through how to identify negative thoughts and beliefs and work on changing those one step at a time. So a lot, there's a lot of resources. You could also just Google mindset. That's another yeah. way to learn. Mm-hmm. A lot of resources out there. So. We like resources, don't we, Julie? <laughs> we do. We really do. All right. Well, I think this is a good point to wrap up for now, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really appreciate you, and we'll see you on the next episode. 